Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Kefino Musara. And we're two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. Coming to you from AMK Studios in Stockholm. And uh, week six is now in the books. Yes. And we could talk about it. Let's just talk about the biggest thing that's going on uh, in, in all of football, in all the world that everybody cares about. The Falcons got a victory. Finally! <laughs> that's a, what victory tastes like. Yeah, man. Uh, Falcons got a victory. Uh, I'm used to it by now. You know, oh Jesus! <laughs> you got fucking how many wins? You got three wins. Three You're wins, like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking used yeah. to it, bro. Been, uh, we've done this three times already. But uh, how you feel, man? I feel good, man. I'm just glad they managed to close out a game because they did. You know, it's not like I could relax at halftime. You know, they were up what twenty to nothing at halftime uh, or something, and I'm thinking, well, yeah, we did this once before. Uh, your it's, friend Jonathan mm, Rollins mm, was ice cold the whole game. Not worried at all. Really? You couldn't tell? I was like, we're good. We're good, man. Mm. We're good. Well, you had that whole, like, you know, the week after the coach gets fired, it's, they it's, always yeah. win. And, and, bank, <laughs> bank it. And I, I, and I, I bet it. And I won money. I subscribe to that as well. That being said, as a lifelong Falcons fan, uh, <laughs> I have history uh. to suggest that there are other possible scenarios uh, <laughs> as far as conclusions to uh, a game. <laughs> Raheem Morris was not pulling off the gas, man. Mm. He was like, we're, no, we're going to fucking keep going. We'll, keep well, and pushing. interestingly enough, in, in typical Atlanta fashion, right? So uh, the Falcons managed to close out their game, but the Atlanta Braves, which uh, I don't give two shits about, but it just, it, but it is one of those like typical Atlanta things. Like, I mean, they were up. Can't have them all. No, they, they're up like <laughs> three games to one, and uh, they, they managed to blow that, and now the Dodgers are on their way to the World Series. Uh, but that is like so. So Atlanta. Oh, sorry. Man. Um, but whatever. The Falcons won. Yeah. Fuck the Braves. I don't give a shit about baseball anyway. Uh, so yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys got that victory. That was my first note here. I wanted to just get that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, Why bury the lead, bro? Like, let's do this. <laughs> just go right in, man. Uh, we'll go through the scores and the results of our uh, flip them, pick them. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's, on, let's see. Let's out, see. Man. I won the coin toss. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah. Go for it. You say the scores, okay. and I'll tell you uh, what happened. Bears beat the Panthers 23-16. to 16. They did, and apparently I knew that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Uh, Colts beat the Bengals in a very close-fought <clears throat> game that looked bad for the Colts at first, but they pulled it out in the end, man. Yeah, 30, the, 31-27. The Bengals are uh, were channeling the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> Up 21 nothing at halftime. Yes. <laughs> they blew the lead. And blew it, yeah. Uh, yeah, you—, you you knew that that was going to happen. You were totally <laughs> sure of that. Uh, then the Lions beat the snot out of the Jaguars, 34-16. to 16. Yeah, they did. Yeah. My man, DeAndre Swift, yeah. showing out, yeah, finally. Yeah, balling. Uh, yeah, I picked that one. I got. I knew that was going to happen. All right. Uh, the Falcons beat the Vikings. 
40 to 23, put up a 40 burger, and uh, it wasn't even. It and never, let's bet half of those points that the Vikings scored were in garbage time. Exactly. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Uh, everybody started, oh, is it good? No, no it's not going to fuck So the Falcons won 40 You called to it? You knew uh, it? You knew that because the coach got fired that the Falcons were going to win, and you were absolutely correct. The Giants beat the football team 20 to 19. Oh, what do we, did we talk about that right away? Uh, we can we can get to it later. Uh, okay, it's ugly. Let but me yeah. make sure to talk about that shit, man. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I I I called that one. Yeah, I knew and we're and we're hundred percent right so far. Yeah, it's it's getting ready to change. Uh, all right, then uh, <coughs> then uh, the Ravens squeaked past the Eagles. I lost money on this shit. Ravens mm. uh, Ravens uh, squeaked past the Eagles. Somehow the Eagles brought it back. It was thirty to twenty eight. That's uh, something I want to talk about later. E- either way, you you knew that was going to happen, and it did. Yeah. Um, but it was closer than it should have been. I thought mm-hmm. they were going to blow them out. Yeah. Uh, then the Steelers beat the shit. Yeah. Out of. The Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Where I thought Baker Mayfield was going to... I think in the end, he didn't finish the game, right? He got benched. Yeah, he got benched. He was he was out there he looking... He got benched for Case bake, Keenum. Yeah, he was out right? there baking it up. Yeah, Wasn't it Case Keenum in the back? Um, I don't know. I know he was benched. I think it was Case Keenum. I don't know Keenum. who it was. It was just another victim is Dude what it got was. got benched. <laughs> yeah. What it was was another person under siege for the rest of the game. Second week in a row, a so-called star quarterback got benched. Who was last week? Garoppolo. I know. I just wanted you to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Against what defense? I think it was the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, who, the, who sat his ass down on the bench. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Titans beat the Texans 42 to 36 in a hard fought <clears throat> game. Take, there was a shootout. That was a good game. If anybody wants to go back and watch it, it was good. an unreal game. Yeah. Go back and uh, check that one out. Mm. Uh, the Bucks. Uh, who picked that? You, okay. So I picked the Steelers to mm-hmm. win, you picked the Titans. So so far so good. Okay, then the Bucks blew out the Packers, mm. thirty-eight to ten. This is where it all went south for me because I <laughs> I picked the Packers, which was we thought the Packers were the team and to beat in the NFC, and then the Bucks came out of there and yep put them across their lap. Yep. Uh, then the Forty ers beat the Rams. You picked the Rams, twenty-four so sixteen. That did not go well for you. Nah. Uh, didn't see that coming. After the 49ers, as you said, benched their quarterback last week after getting blown out by Miami. Who would have thought they beat the Rams, who were 4-1? and one? Right. But uh, they pulled it out. Then the uh, Patriots got beat 18-12, put up 12 lowly points against the, the Broncos. What an football game. Yeah, that they was lost a, to a field goal kicker. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Six the field, field goals. Goal kick, six field goals. <laughs> and uh, I think they missed an extra point, right? Is that why it was 12? Or they went uh, for two. Yeah, well. I don't know. Anyway, I picked the Patriots. Uh, that yeah, did not happen. Yeah. Then uh, Dolphins. Mm. Goose egg. <laughs> if anybody, if anybody uh, doesn't know the term goose egg, that means you met, let, held the team to zero fucking points. Goose egged <laughs> the Jets, our rival team, and uh, we could talk about that a little later. But yeah, my boys did what they do. You, uh, these days. You called that, of obviously. Course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then the uh, Cardinals put the Cowboys over their lap and beat, oh the, beat them bad. Yeah, we're going to talk about this one later, too. Uh, but yeah, I, I picked the Cowboys. I I, I was wrong. I, and, I, and I thought the Cardinals were not going to win another game for the rest of the year. I was yeah, wrong you about were that, sure, too. Like, uh, uh, we talked about that. You, you mm-hmm. thought mate possibly going back on that, and I said, uh, you should. Bold predictions, baby. I'm all in. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, then the uh, the Chiefs uh, beat the Bills, but it was closer than uh, many expected. It was 26 to 17. Yeah. I guess it was right along 
Uh, I guess it's accurate than uh, according to Vegas, but yeah, the Chiefs beat the Bills twenty six seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you called that one. Yeah, of course. Um, and that's it, man. That's all the games uh, mm-hmm. from the week. Uh, yeah, because so. the Chargers, the Raiders, the Seahawks, and the Saints had the week off. Yeah. So what would you say? Uh, what's the what's our how's it looking for us? Did you catch up? Did you make any headway on this? No, uh? I, I I went in the wrong direction. <laughs> okay, what's the score? Uh, I lost this week nine to five. Okay, damn, that's a beat down. It is. Uh, I didn't win. I mean, everything went fairly well until mm. the Patriots, until the late games, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I <clears throat> probably felt good at about ten o'clock. I blew the Patriots call. I thought for sure. Who thought, that, who thought the Patriots? I thought was... for sure they were going to beat the Broncos. Right. I mean, you picked the Dolphins. I I I, I agreed with yeah, that pick. There was no that. way in hell I would have picked them for sure. Um, I you know. <laughs> Why'd you pick the the Cowboys? Well, just because I felt like I felt a little like. It was could be sort of a you know just a plug and play kind of sit, not to take anything away from Dak Prescott, but I just felt like they've got good receivers. They've got you know you know what's supposed to be one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, Fumbled twice. Yeah, he did. Um, we'll get to that. I'm, I, that's on my shit got learned list, okay. uh, which we'll get to later. But <clears throat> yeah, I just thought they would. I thought they would be too much for the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, and I thought they're. They've been getting butchered week after week um, for how yeah. bad their defense is. And I just keep thinking they're bound to, like, get their shit together. And then they gave up 38 points. But they did not. They to gave the Cardinals. Up, yeah, to the video game quarterback. That fucking guy is crazy. <laughs> it's like he's on fast forward. Yeah. I was watching, and he's like, he takes little steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. takes these little fast steps, man. It's crazy. It's like watching uh, it's like Tom, a- and, it's like Tom and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great way he's to describe Tom it. Yeah. Defense is a Jerry, or yeah. he's a he's Jerry. Which one is the cat? Tom's the cat, right? Tom is yeah, the he's, cat. He's Jerry, Jerry's and there's a bunch of Toms out there that can't catch him. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I was. Um, uh, I felt pretty good about the my week of football. I was surprised. You know what surprised me was the. I, I did not think the Rams would lose like that. I don't mm. know. I don't know. Uh, what, the most. Uh, my biggest reaction from this weekend is that. Uh, Adam Gates still has a job. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck? Yeah. After you have a, a he had a little, a tiff between him and his defensive coach, Greg Williams, mm-hmm. also known as the Bounty Gate uh, coach. Do we know what they said to each other? Uh, yeah. Greg Williams came out and was like, basically, you know, there's somebody <laughs> said, you guys have basically the worst defensive football and you're supposed to be a defensive genius. Mm. What's, what's, what gives? And he was like, we can't lay it all on the defense, no. Right. Let's look at our team as a whole, and uh, it's not our fault, basically. Right. And that's all I'm going to say about that, which basically means offense ain't doing shit, and we're out on the field all day, you know? Mm. Which is kind of the Adam Gase thing. That's his thing. <laughs> we're just not getting any offense and then let our defense <clears throat> be on the field all day and lose games. That's his, that's his thing, man. That's a, everybody has a style. That seems to be his style. No, so, uh, I, I so, really feel like they need to clean house because it's like— yeah. Who in their right mind would want to play for this football team right now? And Gase came out and said, uh, basically, he needs to shut up and play type of thing. Shut up and coach. Shut up and play. Right. Everybody needs to do their job type of thing. And then there was a little heated, supposedly heated. You know, it could be dramatic, but they filmed them talking before the game, and it looked like a heated discussion. Right. So everybody made a big deal of that. And it's just like, his, this dude is like, whatever he touches is toxic, it feels like. Mm. 
He's got players trying to jettison out of there. It happened in Miami. Players trying to jettison out of there. He goes to New York and players trying to jettison out. And I don't know. They had they kept showing the GM throughout the game, <clears throat> and I was I'm I'm basking in this. I loved it yeah. all. By the way, uh, you and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah, he uh, must have been having a blast. Yeah, and uh, they kept showing the GM and like, is he gonna pull the trigger? He's not. Uh, Gase is not his hire. Right. So they're just like. Wondering why he's still around, and I think he must have naked pictures of somebody. I think I, you know, <laughs> I, I actually think that if we if we dip in, I we said this a few weeks ago because you got this guy who the part owner of the team is the guy who's the um, the ambassador mm-hmm. to the UK yeah. for Trump. Trump, yeah. What's his name? Woody Wo- Johnson. Woody Johnson, best name in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's double dick. That's what they call yeah. double dick. Uh, but his brother is the one who's kind of running the show while Woody is saving the world, right? There's got to be some kind of. Oh, maybe he's like you can't you can't fire anybody until I come back, right? It's not in his until Trump loses, hopefully in a couple of weeks. Uh, two weeks, man. Oh, hang in there, people. Hang in there. It's uh, gonna, I think it's gonna be over, but you know. I'm really, I've been, all morning I've been wanting to ask you, like, what, I mean, it's only two plays, but this was pretty cool moment, this Tua time uh, moment. Like, I mean, I, I just was curious, what was your take on it? Ryan Fitzpatrick is amazing. I Yeah. Tua gets in the game. For people who don't know, the Dolphins were beating the Jets so bad that they put in their rookie future star quarterback top Jersey sales in the league. Everybody's waiting on this guy, Tua. He's got a documentary out. Check that out. It's on YouTube called mm-hmm. Tua. And it's uh, very tugs at the heartstrings. A little too religious, but whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, he comes in. Finally, the fan base has been waiting. We blew out they San were... Francisco. Everybody's like, put Tua in. And the uh, fans were stoked. Yeah. So then they bring him in and then they cut to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's telling the fans to get louder yeah. for the, his uh, successor. How cool is that? Yeah. When do you see that, man? Imagine Aaron Rodgers doing that shit. Nope. <laughs> that ain't happening for <laughs> Jordan Love. <clears throat> no, no. Uh, so, uh, so Tua comes in. He throws some nice passes. Yep. First of all, it's a, it's a eye trick because he's left-handed. So nobody, we're not used to that shit, man. <laughs> so he's, he's, he throws a he throws a, a bullet in there, man. It's like okay, he's got. You can see he's got something. I can tell you. I can't even tell you how many times I that first play that he did. How many times have I watched him do that? That fake handoff to the mm. right, yeah. and then that full rotation to go roll out left, uh, and just like whip it uh, to the sidelines like that. I, uh, I mean, it was only a two yard gain, but it was it, like he might as well have been wearing an Alabama jersey. It looks so familiar to me. Uh, so I'm, uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch him that much in college. I knew about him, and I was kind of like. I was trying to tell myself, don't get hyped up. We're not going to get him anyway, type of thing. Mm. And then the hip injury is the best thing for the Dolphins. Yeah. That he fell in the draft, and now we have him, and pretty excited. I was, I, I agree with you. I was most impressed with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Again, when, when do you ever see huh. a quarterback? Like, what a fucking, what a legend that guy is. Yeah. And what a team player. He knows his role. Like I said a few weeks ago, he he knows he's he's playing with house money. He's just having he's he's having the most fun of any quarterback in the yeah. NFL. He knows exactly what he's there to do. He's a placeholder. He's a teacher. He's a mentor. He's a personality. He's gonna be a coach one day. Man. He's a trendsetter. He's a fucking just insane lunatic style wearing pineapple shirt. <laughs> hey, exactly, dude. 
with the beard and the chest hair. He's fucking, he's a blast. He's great. I love that guy with like 12 kids. Most sports guys are fucking boring as hell. This guy is like out there. It's fun, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Have you seen the image of Tua sitting on the field? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Just sitting there by himself. (laughs) No, but I heard that, is he sitting there by himself or is he FaceTiming with his parents? Oh, maybe. I heard he was sitting there on the 15-yard line because his parents couldn't come there because they're in Hawaii and the COVID thing and all that stuff. They couldn't travel. Uh, so, yeah, I think he was FaceTiming with his parents oh. out on the field, which is kind of, I guess you in the little... Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. If you watch the documentary, think about your son. Like, if your son ever man. did something that cool, and, and right. the first thing he wanted to do after all the cameras went away was like FaceTime me. I gotta oh. FaceTime my dad. And they, and they talk a lot in their <laughs> culture. Cool. He's Samoan, yep. and in their culture, they uh, there's a lot about. Uh, if you ever see Moana, it's the same thing. No, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot about uh, carrying on the name of the the family name or whatever. Right. And he, he it was uh, prophesied according to him. It was prophesied that he, his grandfather prophesied that Tua Tungavaloa mm. was going to make the family name known around the world. Mm. And he's supposed to carry this prophecy on. No pressure. No pressure, son. Yeah, yeah. no pressure, grandson. Yeah. Then he went and died. <laughs> he can't even help me out, bro. Oh man. Yeah, he so he he, uh, he died, and and they talk about that and how he feels this uh, like uh, honor and responsibility uh, to spread the, to carry on uh, the prophecy and all of this stuff mm. and uh, stuff like that. It's pretty cool, man. It's a tugs at the heartstrings, man. It's pretty cool. So I'm glad about the Dolphins. And uh, speaking of the Dolphins, I want to read you some statistics. Do that. About the uh, Miami Dolphins. And then we'll get off of that. I don't want to. It's not a fan podcast, but it is a podcast by fans. Yeah. So it's only fans. No, I want to. I'm, I'm all in. You want to bask in the glory of the. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm becoming a, a, a Dolphins. Well, I, I, I don't know if I'm a fan, but I'm a. Uh, you support. You're I'm, like a well, a, I'm a well-wisher. Yeah, a well-wisher. I like yeah. it. All right. Um, here's a. Uh, Quarterback rating, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He threw two interceptions in the game. Mm. Nobody's talking about that, really. Uh, so now he's seventh in the league in quarterback rating because of those two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami Dolphins allow opposing offenses to convert on just 31% of third down plays. Top in the NFL. <laughs> 17 sacks for the Miami Dolphins. Sixth best in football. And there was a really big one in this game, too, wasn't there? Oh, which one? Didn't he... Uh, oh, yeah. There was a big us. sack yeah. where he kind of... The quarterback rolled back. He tried to oh, he tried yeah. to wiggle away. It was yeah. like a twenty something yard sack or yeah, something. Yeah, he went back. He kept going backwards. Uh, we got a player was second in the league uh, with five sacks. Mm. We got Xavier Howard leads the NFL with four interceptions, mm. um, and he's tied for ninth in the NFL in pass breakups. Mm-hmm. This is a cornerback, and he's not the best cornerback on the team, by the way. Wow. Uh, our kicker has not missed all year. <clears throat> nice. Uh, first and third. Uh, in third down defense in the NFL. Uh, third in kickoff coverage. It's like first downs per game. It's mm. uh, 22.7. Uh, the number one in NFL, and uh, I said that third down defense, number two in points per game allowed. Uh, so just some things about my team, man. And, ta- and we've only thrown uh, only three teams. Uh, oh, yeah, that's bad. We'll need to talk about that. <laughs> Seven interceptions. Like, we throw se- over the bad throw stat. seven interceptions. That's I love uh, it. only three teams that throw more interceptions. So <laughs> Fitzpatrick gonna Fitzpatrick. <laughs> However, the cornerback tandem. It, now that he's healthy, uh, Byron Jones, 
you never hear about him because he just shuts <clears throat> he just shuts players down. Yeah, and that's why Miami went out and spent money on him. And then on the other side, you have Xavier and Howard, who you have to throw it at because mm. you're not throwing it at Jones. And Howard is a ball hawk. He's mm. uh had um he had a full year where he was out pretty much the whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he still since he came into the league has the most interceptions. Right. Uh, I think he has 17 interceptions mm. in three years, something like that. You left out one very important stat, which is that that? Miami Dolphins are now in second place in the AFC East. Yes, with the Bills losing, and all, and we have to play them again. So it's it's our it's our destiny, man. We 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 control our destiny. That's uh, I mean, glad glad for my team. That's all I'll say. I'll get off the Dolphins sack for now, but uh, I'm not. uh, A lot of people feel like it's fool's gold, but I think it's. A culture change is going on right now in the Dolphins. They look like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Wait till they get more talent. It's going to be more talent coming to the team too. Exactly. I think the rebuild is ahead of schedule. Like, I mean, definitely. They, yeah, a few more pieces in there. They're contenders. Yeah. So, uh, and and playing against Gates twice a year. That's going to (laughs) help. Can we talk about Riverboat Ron? What the fuck was he thinking? Honestly, what was he thinking? You know, and that shit is only cool when it works, right? So they yeah. go, what are, What do they, they score. They could kick a field goal to go to overtime. overtime yeah. Um, but they just, he, yeah, Riverboat Ron, he likes to gamble. Yeah. He's going to go for it. He's going to go for the two-point conversion. Uh, and they don't get it. And it's like, I I can understand it if you had like any reason to believe that that might actually work based on the team that you're coaching yeah. <laughs> right you know what i mean yeah. like if you are like say coaching the green bay packers or yeah. or the tampa bay buccaneers you yeah, can say like you know what uh i got tom brady he's gonna figure out a way to make this work yeah. but what does the washington football team have that makes ron rivera think that that was actually gonna work nothing riverboat ron True gamble. They lose. Help me out. I had them as a Washington victory as part of a parlay, so I was really glad about that. <laughs> but if they kick it, they go to overtime, and then, you know, reset. And then flip the coin, and you never know what happens. Yeah, and then if you lose, you could probably stop the Giants. From... And you're playing the Giants. It's yeah. not like you're, you know, yeah. it's not like, you know, I could also understand it if, if for some crazy reason they were you know, one point away from tying the Chiefs. Like, okay, you know what? Yeah. I don't want to risk playing Giving Patrick Mahomes yeah. in overtime. Uh, you know, or 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 the Titans for that matter. <laughs> Did you see the look on uh, Deshaun's Deshaun Watson's face when they lost the coin toss going into overtime against the Titans? No, no, it is. Oh uh... my god, it was so funny. <laughs> <clears throat> we should talk about that game because that was okay. like probably the most exciting game of the week. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll get into the details of it, but let's go right into okay, it. Okay, fuck it. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry, for fuck's sakes, it, wait, how, you I can't. Know he was, st- I knew he was. I knew he was big and strong. But I knew he was relatively fast. I didn't know he was that fast. How does someone ninety four yards big? Because yeah. he's like, what is he? He's I, I don't remember the. I didn't write down the exact numbers, but. I remember them showing the stats or showing his. He's like six three, like two hundred, and like fucking seventy something pounds or something. The guy's huge. Yeah, and he's just blowing by dudes. And when he like when just when you think people are going to catch up to him, he hits another gear, 
and and breaks out for a fucking ninety four yard touchdown run. The shit is in. I'm, I was looking him up. His it's height and unbelievable and feet. He's, I don't. I don't know that shit. And he's sick. Is one point nine one meters tall and one hundred and eight kilograms. I want to see this shit in something I can understand. Six three is his height. And uh, you got it. Yeah, I got. I'm pulling it up now. Six three. He's six foot three. That's big as hell, especially for a running back. Yeah. Uh, mm. pounds. <clears throat> I don't know this. Uh, what is that? Uh, two hundred. Damn, two hundred forty-seven pounds. Yeah, six three, two forty-seven, and yeah. still was the fastest man on the field. Like he was pulling away from them. Yeah, fifty yards down the field when mm-hmm. he runs for the ninety-four yard run. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'll I'll post that man. That nine. That was and a how beautiful good run. was um. I mean Tannehill in that last minute drive. I mean this game was was off the hook. And Vrabel, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Had some crazy. Uh, Tannehill threw that bad interception too. That's what yeah, Tannehill's gonna do. Sure, man. sure, sure, sure. But I'm saying when the game was on the line. Yeah. I mean the guy marches down the field. But even before yeah. that, what is this crazy fucking story that I read? Of course, this guy he used to work Mike for. Verbal. Yeah, yeah. He used to, he's a Bel- Belichick. He uh, punk Belichick last year too. <clears throat> yeah, but he did it again. He he. He he used the rules. He took a deliberate penalty. What a punt! No, no, no. He took a deliberate um, penalty in um, like when the Texans had the ball, just so that they could stop the clock. Uh, as they were, you know, as the Texans were kind of moving down the field, because he didn't want to. He knew they were going to get the first down anyway, and if they ran it and got the first down, then the clock was going to run. <laughs> but he takes a penalty. I, this is going to be one of those. They're going to. It's going to be one of those yeah. things. He found a loophole, and they're going to change the rule. Um, <clears throat> wow! But it was kind of a crazy, um, unexpected thing that he did. Um, but the, I mean, honestly, the big story of this game is 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 Derrick Henry. The guy had over two hundred yards rushing. Wait, wait, one second, one second. I want to go through with the Titans trailing thirty to twenty nine. Houston yeah. having the ball on second and one with uh-huh. three twenty eight to play. Vrabel sent safety Josh Kalu onto the field, making him the twelfth exactly. man on the field. That's what it was. Two uh, men on the field. <laughs> sure enough, officials blew the play dead and flagged the Titans for having too many players on the field. It gave the Texans a first down and stopped the clock. Mm-hmm. It appeared Brable knew exactly what he was doing, giving the Titans first down on the penalty. Brable stopped the clock without calling the timeout. If they had run the ball, there's a good chance they would have picked up the first down, but the clock would have kept running. Yeah. He saves 40 seconds with the penalty. Wow. And they scored that final uh, that final touchdown to send it to overtime with, like, what, like three seconds yeah, on the clock yeah. or some shit? Wow. Yeah. Talk about being ahead of the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to give a team a first down. Mm-hmm. It seems... Because sometimes letting a team score helps you. It seems counterintuitive. Yeah, like letting a team score. Mm-hmm. You've seen that happen where yeah. the defense kind of moves out of the way and lets somebody score a touchdown. I've seen it where uh, I think it's Mar- uh, Maurice Jones-Drew. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. He used to play for the uh, Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a good... He's, he's, uh, he's an analyst now on NFL Network. But uh, he was... They tried to let him score one time, and then he just fell down at the one-yard line on purpose. It's <laughs> like everybody was trying to just to run the clock. He, he uh, gave up the stat of a touchdown just to finish the game off, and everybody's like, it's so smart mm. of uh, Maurice Jones-Drew. Mm. So that's uh, it's great. That's the thing about football, man. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I-, I love the sport so much, and this is why, man. It's chess, man. Mm. Stuff like that. I love well, it. Well, to some coaches, it's chess. 
Yeah, some coaches Simon's are out there checkers. playing. Uh, uh, what's <laughs> um, uh, to uh, Adam Gates's Connect Four? <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> fucking <fucker>. Tiddlywinks. <laughs> Twister. <laughs> yeah. This fucking uh, the, what's it called? Thumb War. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, the the game of the week. We talked about it all week. The Packers and Bucks turned out to be kind of a dud because the Packers got yeah. that ass spanked. Yeah. Yeah, that game really, uh, like after the first quarter, this is one of those examples of a game where one play could just just turn the whole game in a completely different direction. In the first quarter, uh, the Packers are rolling. Yeah. The Bucks are doing nothing. They look frustrated. Oh, Tom Brady six, is, uh, you know, bitching and whining at yes. his players again oh, yeah, because they're that. like, you know, because they can't get a first down. Rodgers is moving the ball at will. They're up 10 nothing after the first quarter. Everything looks like they're just cruising. They're just going to they're going to coast, yeah. right? And then bang. Rodgers throws a pick six. First yep. interception of the year. It's only like I th- I don't remember if they it's only like his third pick fourth, six maybe, or yeah. fourth third, pick yeah, six of his entire his career. career yeah. And then after that the the game just went I mean, I, they never recovered. It seemed like, and then the next possession, he throws another touchdown, which was not even close to being his fault. The receiver should have caught it. I mean, it just, it, yeah, that's what I meant. Interception. The rece- it slipped right through his hands. Yeah. And, um, but still, it was like all of a sudden everything just went tits up for the Packers. Um, yeah, man. And and Brady, and then it became then the whole storyline became, you know, this you know Brady and Gronk have finally found their thing again and uh, you know we'll see yeah we'll see uh, the jury's out but if it is true that's scary but it's kind of impressive i mean they did throw up this stat what are they like like passer to receiver touchdown numbers mm-hmm. right they're like third on that list now oh, really with like brady has thrown 91 touchdowns to gronk in wow. their career together at, so at some pretty, point, he was fucking the combination. Yeah, I mean, it, it correlates to the years when they were in the middle of that dynasty, that next uh, installment of the dynasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, after they kind of reset, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like whenever Gronk was hurt, that's the, <laughs> it seemed like the years they didn't win Super Bowls. Right. And the other time when he's healthy, they just win the Super Bowl. They find a way to fucking win, mm-hmm. even with inferior teams. Yeah. But now they're on a team that's good. Yeah. Talent-wise, better than any Patriots team they had. I mean, you could say the old seventeen, but who do you remember from that team? Yeah, they didn't I have. A, I guess they had Randy Moss, but they yeah. didn't have a Godwin and Evans mm-hmm. and Gron- they had Gronk. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, Leonard Fournette just hanging out because they also have who's number twenty-seven on there. He's a bruising running back. It reminds me of Blunt. Oh, yeah, I don't have, remember. Uh, but yeah, they, they built that team, man. It's that's a tough team. And then on defense, Indomitian Sue caught a little second win and came out there wreaking havoc. That might be, that might be the squad, man. I mean, again, we I said this off air before we started. I, I'm waiting for them to do it two weeks in a row. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's Arians, like, man. I mean, we all thought the Packers were going to win this week because uh, because the Bucks just looked kind of very pedestrian last yeah. week, and. You know they, and they also you know for the first quarter of this game they still they look like shit. They look like the Bucks were going to lose, uh, and then something clicked. I mean they really made. I mean obviously they they made the most yeah. uh, of the mistakes that the pa- Packers made, 
as quickly as possible. They put seven points on the yeah. board every time the ball got turned over. Yeah. You know, they're down 10 nothing, and all of a sudden, bam, within a blink of an eye, without the offense having done anything yeah. at all, yeah. they, they're up the board, 14 yeah. to 10. Yeah. I mean, what, they had like f- like five yards rushing, yeah. and they're up 14 to 10? And that's because of the pick six. And then, you know, the second interception was nearly a pick six. I mean, mm-hmm. they ran it all the way back to the fucking yeah, like two or three or four yard line or something. Yeah. So, I mean, they had nothing happening. And then suddenly they're up 14 nothing. You're like, this is great. 14, Let's go. 10, right? Oh, yeah, 14 10. But that's free points, man. <clears throat> totally. Any team, uh, take that. Mm-hmm. Um, shit got learned, man. A lot of shit got learned. Video game Kyler. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Went off. Went nuts, uh, and uh, what they had, I had two. My first two points were video game Kyler is out here balling. Yeah, I was telling my wife about this. So, you know, every now and then I, I'll, I'll jump into my uh, <sighs> subtle racism stuff uh, throughout the years. And uh, for people who don't understand this, there was a whole thing about athletic. That's what they used to call it, athletic quarterbacks, which it just meant black quarterbacks weren't smart <laughs> enough to be right. <laughs> to to play the position at the highest <clears throat> level. So. Either you'd switch to another position hmm. and then play in the NFL as a running back or a receiver or something, or you go to the CFL, Warren Moon, hmm. or you just don't play anymore at the highest level because hmm. black quarterbacks couldn't get much shine. Hmm. And then it became a novelty with Randall Cunningham where it's like, that's what they'll do. They'll run and it you know, changes the offense. instead of. Hmm. But now it's like the, the league has evolved to this thing where – your quarterback needs to know how to move, black or not. The quarterback needs to know how to move. Right. Uh, it's moved on from the Tom Brady and the uh, uh, Philip Rivers quarterbacks. Right. To now, the quarterback is Josh Allen's and mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And it's, it's changed, <clears throat> man. It's changed. Totally. And and I was talking to my wife about how ridiculous it is that you couldn't look back and see somebody like Cordell Stewart, who played in college. And uh, comes to the league and became like a gadget player for the Steelers. Mm. Or uh, what's his name? Went to the NBA and played. Charlie Ward. Remember mm. this guy? Mm. A college quarterback. that They just knew it wouldn't work out. He was small. He was like 5'10". And uh, what's that? 170-something. Mm-hmm. Uh, 179, I think. 178. Uh, he, he's, he's 5'10". And he can, he can run around. He can move around. He's fucking Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's maybe not Mahomes. Isn't that sort of like what uh, Kyler Murray is about Murray. the same size, right? Yeah, he's Kyler like Murray size. Yeah, this happened. We had this. We had these guys who were athletes who could throw the ball. Charlie Ward could throw the ball. And then he's such an athlete, he goes and becomes a pretty good NBA player mm. uh, for the Knicks. Right. It's just like, it's a shame that uh, the, the league was so racist that they wouldn't bring in a guy like that. Mm. They couldn't see this being something good for your team. If there's a running threat... And a passing threat. How's that not harder for a team to plan for? It yeah. seems logical. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <clears throat> I hate it when I'm playing against a, a mobile quarterback. Yeah, I just I, I got on my soapbox and my wife was like, I, "I'm with you. I'm mm-hmm. with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm over yeah. here just ranting about yeah. Kyler Murray." And it's it's great that uh, the league has embraced it now. Yeah, he's he's athletic and articulate. <laughs> Did I say that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're probably talking, well, you know, he actually got really good grades in college. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just know, like, yeah. But that's I, the yeah, kind yeah. of shit that they said. Yeah, yeah, and not knowing how racist that is. Yeah. And uh, my second point was that the Cowboys are bad. 
I, I got a shit got learned from this game. Okay. Uh, and that is that Zeke Elliott is becoming the Kirk Cousins of running backs. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He got that money. He got that money. Now he's fumbling the ball. He ain't doing shit. Uh, uh, I mean, also, on a side note, learned that Andy Dalton still sucks. Uh, um, yeah. You know, I mean, and also, but in all fairness, I mean, who the fuck is play, calling plays over there? I mean, whatever. They went down pretty quick, yeah. you know, but he threw 54 passes. Really? 54. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Damn. I mean, he only completed 34 of them. But still, the, the, whoever's calling <laughs> yeah. the plays is asking Andy well, Dalton I mean, to throw if you're 54 back, passes. If your running back's fumbling the ball. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you fall behind. The other thing I learned uh, about this game is that I know that the NFL does not function the way European football functions, mm-hmm. right? But if it did, I think the entire NFC East should be relegated to some <laughs> other fucking To league. the CFL, to arena football. That's, yeah, because it's just getting embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, after this loss to the Cardinals, embarrassing loss to the Cardinals, yeah. Cowboys are still in first place in the NFC East. What's their record? I, like fucking two and... Are they two and three? I think they might be two and three standings. How was uh, it? Two and four. <clears throat> two and four. Yeah. Okay. And they're still winning? Yeah. Because the, the Eagles lost. The Giants only have one. The Giants uh, won their first Eagles game. Have, oh, so the Eagles have a, a tie as well. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Wow. Terrible. Embarrassing. Well, they could keep stinking it up, man. Uh, shit got learned on my part. Joe Burrow making some noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jags are who they thought we were, and the Patriots are not scary at all. Uh, Joe Burrow making some noise. What you think? This is legit. Or yeah, I mean it's still not, a rookie. He's a rookie. I mean he, he. Look, I believe in this kid. I think he's going to be good. But I just feel like I just feel really bad for him because I I think uh. their their defense could not help them to close out this game. Um, whereas last week their defense was the only thing that kept them in the game so it's like I don't know if they've got I I didn't follow the game closely enough to know if they have some significant injuries or what's going on there but um, but yeah I mean they're obviously gonna they're gonna continue to struggle but I I do I like this kid I mean he you know again they did they pulled the Falcons they went up 21 they were 21 21 zip I was like damn Mm -hmm. they uh I like I like him. Uh, of course, he's got some some growing pains or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think if they don't, they're gonna have to ignore the noise, the outside noise, because you build a team from inside out, and they gotta stay focused. I hope, hopefully, they have a plan and they stick to that plan because it's so intriguing and, and tempting to go after that fucking shiny toy mm. for Joe Burrow. But the only shiny toy he needs is some offensive linemen. <laughs> That's what they need to focus on, and 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 focus on the defense and defensive alignment. I think it's a shame that they didn't that 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 the Bengals did not have the same setup or the same opportunity that the Dolphins have with Tua, in that you know oh, set them the, down for you that that he could sit and learn because that was something that I thought was yeah. really cool that I read also um, yesterday about this. To a Fitzpatrick thing, and and Tua in the post game interview was basically saying like he was talking about how great it is to have Fitzpatrick as a as a as a mentor. He's like every time he comes off the field, 
you know, no matter what happens, like if it's a three and out or whatever, he comes off the field, he sits down and he talks about what he did and why he decided to do the thing that he just did. Like, he, he, I mean, think about how how valuable that yeah. is to have someone who's been in the league for as long as Fitzpatrick to be just kind of willing to share that real time experience yeah. with a young with a young man. And I think. I, I think they're expecting a little to. I mean, I, I guess maybe the, maybe the Bengals aren't expecting to be good this year, but still, you know, it, it would yeah. be a shame to. I, I'm just worried for Joe Burrow's health at this point. To be oh, honest, really? I mean, I'm just worried that he's going to get clobbered. I mean, he's just getting hammered week after week, getting yeah. sacked like crazy. Stuff, man. Uh, when a, co- a coach comes in and has a plan, like like the Dolphins had that, and um, the, that they actually like broke. Tore the team down mm. and built it back up, and I don't think every team has that luxury to be able to do that. I have one. So. It's not really a shit got learned, but it's it's more of a question regarding the Jets. <laughs> uh, and and I, I like really, I'm 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 genuinely curious. Is not firing Adam Gase is that the same as tanking? I'm wondering. Poor uh, friend. That must be their line. That must be their line of thinking. Like, how the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I know we've touched on this a little bit already, but it feels like, okay, for the players to deliberately kind of like tank and play like shit. There's enormous amount of dignity. Yeah. Uh, you just don't. You're not going to see that happen. Yeah. But I can see it happening on on the kind of administration side. Like, okay. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Get like, rid of all the talent. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. the best way for us to tank without anyone saying, hey, you're tanking, is to just keep Case around for the whole year. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but the thing is, when you're losing players for nothing, that's mm. when it's not working. Like, well, not only that. Like, say, they traded, say they traded Bell and got some picks or some. Yeah, but they, yeah, they got nothing. But, yeah, they got nothing. They just yeah. basically release them. Or uh, and players forcing their way out makes them try to scramble to get something. I forget. I don't know what they got for Adams, but it wasn't worth it. No, he's the best safety in the NFL. It's like so. It's like they're tearing it down without a plan. And not only that, you're you're also risking you're be shitty next year too. You're also r- risking the health of your own players. Like I mean, they um, had several that's players probably that the were farthest from their mind. No, but I'm saying the players themselves are probably sitting there going like, "Fuck, we're out here just getting murdered." No, nah, I right. think the players are like, "We're good." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a good player. Right. I'm. I'm the. You have to feel like that to be. A yeah. Top sure. Level. So they're probably like, "Oh no, but we're good. We got this." Yeah. Uh, but if you don't believe in your coach, then you start second guessing. You you maybe don't <clears> listen. <throat> like uh, if you think Williams is an idiot, then maybe you don't play that zone and you play man instead, or uh-huh. you know you you take up another zone because you think that's the actual weakness and you know something like that. Yeah. Start second guessing, then you're gonna start losing. I got another shit got learned. Baker Mayfield sucks. <laughs> um, I've I've always kind of felt that, and I, no, I've never been a fan of Baker Mayfield. I think if anybody's fool's gold in this league, yeah. Uh, I think it's Baker Mayfield. I think I'm. I think I've gotten to the point. Look, I jump. I'm a sucker for a loser, uh-huh. having been one for the majority of my life. Uh, <laughs> okay. I normally am drawn to losers, uh. right? So that's why you know when the Browns, whatever years where they went, what almost two? Didn't they go full two years without winning a single game? Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, they went they two years without winning a game, time. and then 
and then the next year they finally won like one game and, uh, and they became that kind of feel good story of the league you know yeah. what I mean uh, and then of course for me when Nick Chubb from the Bulldogs went there that kind of sealed the deal I was like yeah uh, I'm in let's go I'll, I'll jump on this bandwagon I can't wait for the Browns <laughs> to be good so I think it's great that they're you know I mean they still have a winning record and they're still having a good season but this kid I feel like I'm done with with Baker Mayfield I think he's fool's gold I think he sucks mm. I think this team would be far better uh but I, I, I'm with with a guy like Colin Kaepernick. I, I really I think course, they need yeah. a better. If they had a good quarterback, somebody who could be consistently good week after week, but who could also be mobile yeah. as a threat. Uh, yeah, because he's going to chase these fuckers off. He's like uh, Odell Landry. Yeah. Uh, Never like what the fuck. They're gonna if they don't fix this problem, those guys could be gone by the end of the year. So yeah, man. Because honestly, they—I mean—you go into this game thinking like, okay, finally the Browns are good. This could be a, this could actually be a good game. This I wasn't even going there thinking that. <clears throat> I mean, I was hoping that it could be a good uh, game. I knew it was going to be a blowout. I mean, it was just—it was Told ugly. You, man. Two interceptions, pick six. He sucks. He's not that good, and he needs to stop doing it. He—I swear to God, like the number of fucking TV commercials this guy. I was going to say is uh, doing. Whenever they start, I start getting—I start getting skeptical whenever they start force feeding somebody to me. The biggest example of this. Yeah. You know what I'm about to say? No. The biggest example of this was Tim fucking Tebow. Oh. They fed him to us so much, and I knew I the entire th- time that he was going to be a bust. Like yeah. He's not going to be a good quarterback in yeah. the NFL. This dude is not. No. He was great in college. When you could um, do that fucking uh, read option, but he can't make throws. No. He was good in college. I run. had to put up with him for four years because he played. He was a quarterback for the Florida Gators. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, that's like the biggest rivalry game of the year, Georgia-Florida game. The best thing um, you can do. And he he was, I mean, he was a terror in college. Yeah. Um, but he also, you know, like you, I, I these fucking, these like just crazy religious quarterbacks who think, say, that, yeah. who think that like because they're religious that somehow like they sort of deserve to be successful yeah. because they have yes. God on their side. It's Ugh. like, fuck you. My, uh, with, with Tim, it's like, uh, it's like, okay, if we have any young listeners that are playing football, that are talented, um, and you want to be a star. God's not watching your football game. That's the first thing you need to know. I would say, if you want to <laughs> become a star, get pushed out there in front of everybody, uh, just remain a virgin mm-hmm. and talk about it. You know, be pretty good. You right. be pretty good. Don't drink. Talk about the fact that drink. you never talk, drink or talk do about drugs. The fact that you don't drink, you don't do drugs, mm-hmm. and you don't have sex. And you will get catapulted into stardom. Mm-hmm. And then you'll probably get a, a analyst job in the end after being a marginal quarterback in the NFL. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what you do. And that's career advice from yeah. Jonathan Rollins. Yes. That's, that's what you do. Because that's what happened, man. They force fed him so hard to us. And then uh, even uh, Belichick and them took a chance on him because uh, they've been wanting the Cam Newton thing for a long time. Uh, so th- uh, that's th- I think they were gonna try it out with Tebow, and they're like, "Oh, he sucks." Okay, mm. never mind. He can't make a throw. This is bizarre. Yeah. So they did that uh, <clears throat> then, and I don't know why I got on that tangent, but the uh, <coughs> the Patriots is another thing. They're that's a good scary. point. Because oh yeah, f- oh fuck no, they were a mess. Oh yeah, Baker Mayfield. That's why I was saying. That. Yeah, we were talking they, about they Baker tried Mayfield. to feed. They tried to feed. Whenever they try to feed somebody to me, I get skeptical. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Uh, Patriots aren't scary anymore. No, nope. um, not right now. But you never know with Belichick. 
We could turn that shit around. Uh, and then the Jags are who we thought they were. Beginning of the year, we were They're all getting like, worse and worse every yeah. week. <laughs> the first game, we were like, oh, shit. Okay. You know, don't bet against them. And now it's like... Mm. Jags are getting worse and worse every They're week. They're shitty. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons uh, were better than we thought they were. This is the yeah, team that we thought they yeah. were going to be, or yeah. a team I thought they were going to be. Just put up points, yeah. And how about that fucking... I mean, I don't remember the last time I saw the Falcons make a goal line stand... Oh, yeah. We're texting about it. Yeah. I was like, what? And Julio Jones was playing like like he was like an alien from outer space. He and was doing- that was a, they didn't call that fumble. That was a, a, yeah. a fumble. Uh, but that's it should have been a bigger. We got it anyway. Uh, we got the ball anyway. Yeah. But that shit with Julio and, and Matt Ryan, they were linking up big time. Calvin Ridley, too. Yeah. I, I, I mean, what's his name? Um, running back. He didn't do shit, but... But you know the we were pumping on all cylinders for are sure. Feeling, are you feeling good by next week? I don't remember who we're playing next week. Because are you feeling like maybe my team's not the bad? Is Raheem Morris going to turn this thing around? Well, you know it's funny. I mean, this is you know we did this last year. Um, we did it last year without changing coaches though. But we did it much later in the season. Actually, I don't all think right. we won a game until. I think we were 0-7. No. Or 1-7. I was going to say, I think we were the only ones that were winless by seven games. Uh, so it, it took... I mean, we were we were late in the season before yeah. we finally yeah. went on a run. Uh, who the hell are we playing next week? I, I won't go. Remember. We'll get to it at the end of the week when we do yeah. uh, but, uh, um, next week's games. What else did I learn? I feel like I learned some other shit. I learned that Derrick Henry, Henry is just like a fucking freak of nature. Oh but we kind of talked about that already. Um, I learned that the Patriots got beat by a field goal kicker. That was funny. <laughs> I mean, how funny is that? Like, how yeah. weird is that? 18 to 12. Yeah. All 18 points for the Broncos Takes, yeah. were fucking field goals. You don't see that every yeah, day. Broncos. That was the, that's the upset of the week, I would think. That's some crazy shit. Do you uh, think, though, do you blame COVID for their loss? No, because, I mean, you'd have to blame... How are you supposed to do that when the Titans came out and just... Just blew the just. I mean, they yeah. played so great, and they were in the same situation. That's true, right? So no, I feel like it's one of those things where I, I hate the fucking media pundits where they're just like, you know, it just depends on which way the wind blows. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're sitting there saying the Patriots didn't play well because of the COVID situation. Well, and then you turn around and say, well, the Titans played really well despite their COVID situation. Right. It's like, well, fuck. Which one is it? None of it fucking matters. It yeah. just all that matters is you go out and you play the fucking what game. On the, game, on the field, yeah. Uh, and they just didn't play well. Um, yeah. What else did I learn? NFC East is unwatchable. We did that already. <laughs> uh, something ain't right in Baltimore. That's something I learned. Yeah. I mean, they won, but shit. Yeah. What is going on there? Uh, that was. Uh, What's happening? I lost and money on that It shit. seems like week after week, like they solve one problem, but then they create a new one. Like so, like two weeks ago, everyone was like, "Wow, Lamar Jackson, he's not really gaining that many yards on the ground." Like we're used to seeing him scramble and run. Yeah. And this week, he was he solved that problem, right? I mean, he was everywhere. Yeah. Um, but then something happened. Like once they kind of ran up this lead, how does one of the so-called best defenses in football allow yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles to come that close to getting yeah, back into to this game? Them. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine had they lost this game? I was like, I would have. I mean, they I were shocked. really. A, I was shocked they came back like that. They were a two point conversion away from going into overtime. Yeah, that would have been shocked. crazy. Um, 
what team? Because we've talked about our teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, what team looks the best? NFC. Mm. Last time, last week you were you were on the the Packers. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think this week? NFC. I mean, obviously not the Packers. They didn't look very good this week. Um, oh, you got it, man. Hmm. 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 Seahawks had a bye, so yeah. Is that the scariest team now? A team, a Seahawks team off the rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, or sure. Or is it the Bucks who took down the pet? The... No, because I've never seen them do it two games in a row. Okay. So fuck them. No, it's the Seahawks. Seahawks. Okay. Uh... Seahawks are still 5-0. and oh, Yeah. Right? Yeah. We got three undefeated teams in the league, yeah? Mm-hmm. We got the Seahawks, we got the uh, Steelers, and the Titans. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, in the AFC, I'm gonna... I think it's gonna still be... Chiefs did look a little vulnerable against the Bills. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. I was watching. I was like, "Oof, that was closer than I was expecting." Uh, even though it did end up the way that was projected, but a great game by uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Yeah, right. And yes. that that was actually one. Of, that I thought that was kind of interesting. I wonder if you could chalk that up to, you know, knowing that Le- Bell Le'Veon Bell is on you, the yeah. way, and yeah. you, you know, because he hasn't really had a, a blowout game like that. Uh, or he hasn't had that kind of a performance since since, since week the first one. Game, yeah, first game. Yeah. Um, so we've been kind of waiting to see. Yeah. So I, I want to say the Chiefs, uh, but the Titans might be more because they're going to punish you all week. Mm. So I'm gonna have to say the Titans are probably the scariest team in the AFC. Even though Tannehill made some throws, where I was like, oh. I can but. tell you something interesting I learned this week. Uh, that Derrick Henry is now my wife's favorite football player. Oh. Which is easy to do when you make 94. I mean, we're sitting there watching the game together, and the dude, you know, does a 94-yard touchdown yeah. run. She's like, who's that? He's my favorite player now. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's always on the highlights because he's doing something. He demoralized yeah. uh, Josh Norman last week. Oh <laughs> and now yeah. he comes through with this 94-yard run where he gets to the the safety level and then outruns everybody. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I couldn't believe he was that fast. And then he does that. <laughs> well, first of all, he, get, he catches that long, what, 30-some-odd-yard pass to set them up, uh, mm-hmm. marching in, in, in overtime. And then when they get down to, like, the three- or four-yard line, they're just like, what? We could we could line Ryan Tannehill up behind this <laughs> ball, or we could just snap it directly to King Henry and let him <laughs> run it in. Henry, is that what they call him? Uh-huh, that's oh, his nickname. Oh, that's great. King Henry. I love it. We could we could, <laughs> we could, just snap it right to, We're going to go Wildcat, and we're just like, who are we kidding? 6'3", yeah. 225. Does anyone think we're not just going to fucking hand it off to this guy anyway? <laughs> yeah. And the way he did it, too, he ran towards the line, and he I don't know if that was designed or if he just got there and realized there was nothing there, and then he came around the left side, and he just... He he crashed three dudes into the like three guys tried to tackle him at the goal line and he just bowled them all over like. You ever seen his highlight? Have you seen his highlight? Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that shit is crazy. It's so good. Yeah, it's a, a gigantic man <laughs> and a bunch of kids. It, it's not fair. It's not fair at all. It looks like somebody's driving a truck around. And just mowing children over. It's so, it's, so <laughs> yeah. it's insane. He was that size in high, in high school. Freak. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> that's oof. All right, uh, that's it for this episode of NFL. This has been fun. Week six is over. Uh, we'll be back later in the week to talk about 
what we're expecting week seven. Don't forget about um, our Patreon. We we do our um, NFL pregame shows that go out to our patrons every week, uh, Sunday, just before the game starts. So uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SvenFL, and uh, you can get some extras and stuff there. Mm. Uh, we're going to try to keep the, the content coming. We got a, um, on our Instagram, SvenFLPod, um, you can you can DM us if you like, or you can email us spinfelpod at gmail dot com. The latest picture that we put up is today Skiff basking in the <laughs> glory of a victory before we pod. So what winners look like, baby. <laughs> check winners. out what the winners check out what winners look like exactly. Um, yeah, but thanks so much for listening, and we'll keep this uh, football stuff coming because it's the middle of the season, and we're still rolling, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, until next time, we'll uh, we'll be uh, watching some football. Hope your teams win. Mm-hmm. Uh, see you next time. Later, y'all. Hey. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.